Welcome back to Survivor at Home, the podcast. My name is Jordan. I'm along here with Andrew, my co-host, and we are excited to break down Survivor 42, episode 12. The title of this episode, Andrew, Caterpillar to Butterfly, comes up pretty quick and we get to hear from uh, Marianne as to why that is the title of the episode this week. But first, let's bring in our guest, three-time Survivor at Home competitor, also wife of the host, helper of one season at least, maybe more than that. Uh, <laughs> we are so glad to welcome in definitely one of our favorite guests, Steph Ironside. How is it going, Steph? Yeah, sorry, guys. You can't get rid of me. <laughs> um, no, thanks so much, guys, for having me. I'm super, super excited to break down this episode. It's good to have you here, Steph. And yes, we're sitting side by side, sharing a microphone, and uh, hopefully no crashes into the brick wall. The re- update on the wall gate at the house where we live. Uh, the car that crashed into the brick wall, they are now replacing the wall. And so uh, going according to plan, we'll see how that goes. But we're excited to be here. We're two weeks out, two episodes out as we're dealing with this. Next week being the finale of Survivor 42. It is, as Jeff said on his Instagram today, probably the best five ever coming up. And we'll get to who those obviously will be. But I'm, I'm skeptical of that. I mean, I mean, four <laughs> of them are absolutely could be very well the best four final four in a group of five we've seen. I would, I would make that argument. I don't know if you can put all five in the category. Yeah. That's why I'm, I'm skeptical. I it's not all five. Well, Steph, is- I think if Omer, if Omer was still around, sorry, spoiler alert. I have some hot takes about if you this. Were to this episode and haven't watched this. If you are listening to this podcast and haven't watched the episode, you are do yourself idiot. a favor, favor oh, yeah. and go back and watch the episode and then restart here and we'll get going because that's the best bet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What's let's hear a hot take, Steph. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not that hot of a take, but I was I I think I was super sad to see. We don't have to jump ahead too much, but I was super sad to see Omar go home. I loved the game, the play that we saw, but I was super sad because I just loved watching him play, like his character his story he's from canada like he's from canadian he's he's a he's a veterinarian in newmarket he's smart he's manipulative but kind anyways I'll, I'll we can talk more about that but i actually think that in a lot of seasons that i've watched episode this episode where five or six and five go out are is kind of the peak for me sometimes for for this show because it's often where some of the best players go out i mm-hmm. think last season ricard went out was, around this time yeah i was he just was, gonna say that one yeah uh christian went out around maybe and- six or seven he was he was one of my favorite all-time players was getting this a crazy edit where he mm-hmm. just was controlling the entire game and so I think that some of the more um, like entertaining players that play the game go out in in the last two episodes. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that I'm not excited for for the finale. I I, I love all the players, like with the exception of Romeo has just kind of gotten the like, <laughs> like he's, he's just kind of he's just the lower there. Case, I, I feel go. bad. I feel kind of bad for him, but I but he's just kind of there. But. But um, so I do, I do like the people who are there, but I think it would have just been like incredible if Omer 
was in the finale because then it would have been five incredible players. But the last couple of episodes, it's been like, I've said to Andrew a couple of times, like, oh no, he's getting like, he's getting the Christian edit. He's getting the Ricard edit. He's getting like that edit where if he gets too far, it's mm-hmm. going to be too, if he gets to the finale, it's almost too obvious that he's, he's made win. his move. What we're, what we've learned from the last couple of episodes is someone's made their move a bit early or yeah. they got punished for making their move a bit early at least. Yeah. And, and here we are in an episode like this. And so, yeah. Well, and you were also saying, you called that like that he was getting that kind of edit, but you also talked about how it's frustrating going forward with knowing the idols in play. I like it. You said you didn't, and we can circle back to that later in this episode of how, we know a couple of people are going to be making it past the next challenge because they can play their idol. And just to clear up some confusion, I know we had, I think, talked, Jordan, you and I, and a few other people this week about the idol. We thought that Survivor made the switch and saying six is now the last time you can play an idol, but that's not true. You can still play an idol at five, but it was the amulet idol that Lindsay had. That was a final six play as well as the final shot in the dark as we learned this episode so that clarified a few things so we knew that uh lindsay had to potentially use hers here but the other ones yes they could hold on and so steph's point was going into next episode we already know marianne is safe we already know that mike is safe and then of course the winner of immunity if it's someone different it's probably just going to come down to two people probably jonathan and lindsay uh head to head (laughs) unless what you know or whoever wins that well, challenge. that's who and, the challenge and Romeo's is probably going to come down to. Yeah, and Romeo's yeah. not going home. So it's... No. Well, they he might, didn't like that, yeah, but they, I... They might decide that, but yeah. No, Romeo's going to the end for sure. But I I hear I what you're saying, that. Steph. Like, she didn't like that. But I, my argument was that's... that's You've had an idol this long. You've been able to keep it, not get it flushed or voted out. Good. You deserve to be able to play it at the final vote, right? But you didn't like that decision. Yeah, we can get it. We can get a we'll bit get more into, into that. It. Yeah, we get, get to travel. Yeah, we're jumping ahead a lot. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we, we skipped to the end here. It's <laughs> funny because earlier I was like, should we just do this backwards? Do this We should backwards? do it. Ep- yeah. We could we could episode. do that later. That might be the finale episode, might have to be done backwards. Just work um, like literally saying thank you for joining us and like go like backwards, like Benjamin <laughs> Button kind of style or whatever it might be. No, that's oh, not like man. tenant. I mean, tenant is it would the, be an interesting yeah. case study to look at a whole season backwards and go, Oh, that was a clue to what we already what we already discussed at Final Five mm-hmm. back in episode one. Oh, there was a clue to towards that. But yeah, well, it's um, interesting because we get people listening in. I've talked to a few um contestants who were uh a few episodes behind on the show and the podcast and they said they've been it's been neat for them to listen now knowing what has happened to catch up on the podcast as so they hear you and I talking I think Vicky was mentioning this that you and I were talking in the, in the episode a few weeks ago but like I wonder what this will mean and she's now but she was listening to that when she watched the current episode today and so that really brought her up to speed and just a different perspective so uh, I, have a, I have another friend who's shout out to Jen um uh, um she is catching up on episodes too and she texted me saying uh she's like finding it amazing and she's just dying laughing at how the episodes are like like twice this the length of the actual show episode <laughs> the podcast the podcast <laughs> yes. is twice okay. the length of the jen, actual show <laughs> jen we're gonna have to talk offline about this uh but um, thank no, you for listening and she's going to apply for a future survivor at home i think she said yeah i'm putting words in her mouth because we have the mic and she does not but jen thank you for listening thank you everyone for listening 
We're getting well over 100 listens every week. Uh, we passed our 2000 mark earlier this season. And again, it's not just about the numbers, but really each of you who listens, whether you're in your car, you're making dinner, you're cleaning up after your kids, you're going on a run, wherever you are, we want to thank you for tuning in, making us a part of your week, really of your whole season here at Survivor 42. We have some exciting news. We have a brand new Instagram account. Vicky finally convinced me to get that. And so at Survivor underscore at underscore home, am I saying that right? I should make it easier because that's confusing. But look up Survivor at Home on Instagram. Follow us there. We just launched this week a really great way to showcase some of the exciting things happening, including next Friday, the 27th of May, which is Survivor at Home Lite. Just if you're brand new here and you don't know what Survivor at Home is, we've created an online reality game. It's an incredible two-night fiasco. There's nothing like it. And people come from across Canada to join on Zoom and play really the most crazy survivor-inspired competition you can find. Uh, some people have said, that sounds amazing, but I can't commit to two nights and I can't stay up till 2.30 or 3 in the morning. So we created a light version. Katie, my sister, uh, incredible co-host, co-producer, uh, put a ton of work in to this. And it's a one-night event next Friday, a shorter window, kind of sillier games, no idols in play, but still only one winner and you get to vote each other out. So that's going to be next Friday. And on our Instagram, you'll see now each day we're posting some of the cast bios and a really neat way for you to engage. Even if you don't know who we are, but you've just been listening to the podcast, we've got a really neat interactive uh, fantasy picks option that we've introduced uh, this year. And thank you to uh, Kristen down uh, Survivor Vanquish in Florida. I, I stole this idea from you. I hope that's okay. But you can pay $10. You can text us or message us privately. Pick the winner. Look at the cast list as it's posted in the coming days and say, I, I think this person's going to win. It's $10 and it's kind of like a draw or sorry, a, a prize pot. If you pick the winner, then you get 50% of the earnings. Obviously, that would be shared if other people pick the same. And then the other $5 of the 10 is going to be split up to a local charity. And then the scraps are going to be given to uh, the winner of Survivor Home Light, like maybe a dollar of the 10. But um, just a neat way you can get involved again. Go check out our Instagram. Follow us on Twitter as well, at Survivor at Home. Some great engagement there. Um, and very excited for this growing community uh, that has been Survivor at Home. So any and, other... And, it, and, it, and if you're listening to this right now and you you hopped on to that little boat at the beginning thinking this was going to be just like a leisurely little boat ride. <laughs> and then all of a sudden people are just jumping into the boat all of a sudden it becomes a rapid like you're in the rapids you cannot get off you all you can all you're hearing about is survivor at home you can't escape all the texts from andrew you cannot escape <laughs> you cannot escape. guys wait till you see something all, all of the did you get my text did you get my text That's um rude. i i just want to say i I have it worse because I live with him. Yes. Okay. So I got to tell you this. I got to tell you this. All right. Listen, if you're, if you follow our Instagram, uh, Vicky made a really uh, cool real uh, kind of promoing a uh, survivor watch party. Oh yeah. That's another thing. Survivor watch party. If you're interested, let us know. It's going to be a blast collaborating with Vicky and her incredible creativity and hosting skills. Um, yes. And she, uh, what am I saying? I lost my train of thought. I was so excited there, but the watch party. What she made an Instagram reel, right? Yes, about about how you guys are collaborating. I totally forget what I was gonna say. Honestly, I'm just that <laughs> she's gonna have a watch party. That's how yeah. excited I am. But anyway, I forget. I totally forget what I was gonna say. But I got excited. I wanted to 
um, honor that sees. Oh, no, I remember. I remember. So she said, Andrew, I need you to do a little snapshot of your setup for Survivor Home. So you'll see that on the reel. Yes. And there's all these like fake trees and stuff that we got set up and the little hourglass. And my daughter, unbeknownst to me, gets my phone, comes in and records a video being like, what is my dad doing? Like he's set up a jungle in our house here, which is what Steph says all the time. So she's learning from Steph. I'll post that on Instagram at some point too. Uh, just hilarious. But you mentioned from the very beginning, Steph, people not knowing what they're getting themselves into. Every contestant has been special, but I do want to, as we're approaching the end of this season next week, just give a shout out to the season one cast of Survivor at Home. Uh, so Jordan, this isn't you. you I am not included in this list. During this list, but here we go. In no particular order, uh, Josh Buck, the winner. We got Alicia Hanin, second place. Andrew Bragg, third place. Rochelle, who cheated. Yeah, Paul and Vicky, Trent, Brenna, Darren, Jamie and Jen, Katie, my sister, Dan and Courtney, Adam and Michaela, Maria, Steph, first voted out, and uh, myself as the host. That was the very first inaugural season during the pandemic. It was uh, just a couple months in, people were missing community. We thought, what if we put this crazy online reality game together for a weekend? Um, and these people were very kind to sign up and play. And it's, yeah, it's taken off since then. But I just will say, and then we can get into the episode that all the way through, I do hope that people have seen the heartbeat of, of community and of the desire to, to walk this life together, because that's what we've learned from the pandemic is that it's too hard. There's too much going on in the world and in our own lives. We are not meant to live this life alone. And so this is just a small way we can bring people together in community. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being part. Very excited to break down what was probably, one I more. heard someone say one of the best episodes. Oh, Jordan, go ahead. It was one, just one more thing about that survivor at home season one cast. A ton of the people who competed on that have been guests on the podcast. I want to say more than half of that list. We'd have to go through and actually count it, but possibly more than half of that list of the guests on the podcast Two, I have to laugh at you said no particular order and then read out the names in order of how they fit <laughs> in, in the season. So no particular order made me laugh right away. As soon as you said, Josh first, Alicia second. A very specific order. Yes. A very, very specific order, but we'll go with no particular order. That's um, right. But yeah, this episode was awesome. It's the penultimate episode, right? The second last episode of the season. I got to say, um, by the way, I don't, word. I didn't know what that word meant. Yeah. Last week when you said, it, but oh. I just nodded along and ultimate. <laughs> it took me a lot of times hearing that word before I understood what it before meant. Before you could now, confidently say and it. And now and yes. now it's in the arsenal and pull it out of the back pocket when you need it, chuck it out there. It's a good yes. word to use. I like that. Um, let's uh let's get diving into this episode here cuz that's what everyone's waiting for uh, mm -hmm. at this point. So, they are back at camp and remember the high that we all had off of Lindsay getting no matter how our feelings are towards the do or die twist. It was exciting TV and an exciting moment to watch when she did pick the firebox and it stays in the game and she's really excited. It's one of those moments where you go, I don't actually know how I would sleep after that. Never mind the bamboo and whatever that you got to sleep on. I don't know how that's exciting. Her life in the game was 66% chance of being eliminated. It's not quite that, but close enough to it. 66% chance that she's eliminated. Instead, nope, she's good. She's safe. And then they make a huge move that she's a part of. Andrea so Drea's out and she's Lindsay starts to break down how Drea's advantage came into play and we see the cutaway to Mike looking right down at the floor 
By the way, Mike getting chirped by multiple people on horrible acting skills. Brooke and I, my sister, Survivor at Home, one one t- Survivor at Home light contestant, maybe we'll see if her profile comes up. I'm not sure about that, um, but I, I've heard rumors. That oh, she's I think you can to. count on it. I think I can count on it. Okay, but I've uh, we had a long conversation, and she's like, Mike needs better acting skills. That was awful. I knew right away he did not have that. I know she was just she had a couple of thoughts to share that. Um, she didn't have time it's for a couple true. of things and loved loved a couple others, but uh, but anyways, so Drea's advantage gets nulled. They blindside her in that moment, and um, it just went perfectly for them. Such mm-hmm. a good move. Well, Lindsay said, "Win, win, win!" Right? This is it. All just kind of lined up for matters. her. You could, if you matters. ran it back, I mean, what are the odds of that happening again? Incredible to see, and uh, I was curious too as they came back after Lindsay sharing that what's going to happen with mike's idol that he's given to omar and we talked last week and i yeah. thought there's no way he's giving him that back but pretty quickly they do and i and maybe i'm reading too much into this but mike said do you have it on you and he said no and he went to go get it does that mean that omar didn't even bring it to travel council oh interesting or he just had it in a bag that wasn't like in his hands at that moment that would be really interesting not to even bring it. Well, because I wonder, why would you show that exact clip to say, hey, do you have yeah. it on you? Um, anyway. I, what I felt it was, that clip, in the moment, my thought process was, Omar is going to find a way not to give it back to him. Right. And not the, did they not even bring it to tribal? My thought was, are they actually going to try and play this off? Is Omar's not going to give it back mm-hmm. to Mike? And then he does. And here's, there was a great meme on this, but Omar... And Mike have this conversation and Mike goes, this isn't my idol. This is our idol now. And then five minutes later in the episode, it cuts to Mike's confessional where he goes, I got to get rid of Omar. I got to knock him out. I don't trust. I don't want to, I don't want him in the game anymore. He's coming after me. And we're all like, what? How'd that change? Nothing happened in the episode. You slept once. Um, uh, but Mike wants to cut Omar loose. And then here, a fun conversation, Mike and Marianne, the two that, I don't know if we ever, we thought that, they don't seem like the most the match made in heaven mm-hmm. on this on this season but they mike confesses to marianne he wants to get omar out and marianne's the person that he wants to do it with it's an interesting strategy to pick up someone who has kind of been up until this point is kind of marianne's been kind of labeled as a little bit of a goat she's been brought along with people and not making these power moves and not standing out the way that a Jonathan stands out, the way that Mike stands out, the way that Omar and Lindsay stand out. She's closer to Romeo than those people. That's the storyline we're getting from her. Mm-hmm. Um, I, w- I was noting though that like, cause yeah, they, they are an odd pairing, like just in terms of like, you know, everything from age to cultural background to national, like where they live to, mm-hmm. you know, every, to gender, to everything, basically. Stage of life. But, but one thing I will note is Marianne has played, okay, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I was really noticing, especially in this episode, she has played a very honest game. Like, like. Are you you're smirking? Am I wrong? I'm, I'm smirking because we, I pressed. I'm smirking because two episodes ago or three. Whenever we had Kel on, I pressed Kel on what does honest game mean. From my own experience, someone yeah. got labeled as playing an honest game, and I was the only person who didn't experience their honest game. Yeah. So I smirk at the, the title honest game, but I understand what you mean with Marianne. Well, yeah, because she's she's like 
she has played an honest game as in she's she really does say it how it is like she's yes even when people were giving her ideas many people like you know even mike who came up to her with this idea that is like kind of far off what he would probably assume she would want to do because they were in that original tribe together and have been you know quote unquote working together up until now she's the way she approaches conversations is she's very upfront with that's a great idea give me time to think about it and that's really how she that's really how she's worked a lot of her social play up until now um that I've noticed and how she did at least in this episode in a big way which I thought was really cool she never like I don't know I, I didn't witness her like having some huge lie like moment where she's lying to someone and I think Mike in a in a really cool way that's somewhere where they can really connect I mean to be honest Mike has lied (laughs) you know what I mean like he actually is not a super honest player but in his mind that's what he values Mm -hmm. um and so for him it's like perception versus reality of versus his own reality and um yeah like it's definitely what he values so I can definitely see them being a pair that would would connect in that way mm-hmm. well and Marianne having multiple moments in the episode where she did just what you were talking about took in information and then took it to herself tested it against herself her what is what do I want to do does this make the most sense and then makes a decision going forward and in this episode every decision going forward that she makes is a great decision to yeah. go with um, it doesn't necessarily always work out like that, but this episode it does for her. Yeah. She gives us the quote of the episode, which is, I just, we just all saw Omar go from a caterpillar to a butterfly yeah. in the last <laughs> tribal council. Um, because one of the things we were talking about at the end of last episode was that only a couple of people knew what was going on in that tribe, knew everything that was going to happen in that tribal council. It wasn't a five verse two or or even even a majority, there were two people, Lindsay and Omar, who knew everything that was going on. And Mike kind of got thrown in that loop. And that was it. Marianne Mm -hmm. and Jonathan got um, didn't get told what was happening. And that was their core four alliance, the Taku four, all of a sudden, the cracks in the seams, not everyone is as close as you think. Marianne is also, she's been close with Omar the whole time. Obviously, they've been on the same beach every single day of the entire season, unless during that first or during that where they split the two two groups after the merge they have two different votes and they go to two different beaches uh, i don't know if they were yeah. the same on that one but it's uh, been on the on the same beach every single day together so they've mm-hmm. been that close yeah um but marianne with another quote there always comes a time in this game where the people that you trust if you know they will beat you you need to let them go yes and that's a great yeah. way of she's a social game player she's also a balanced emotional game player. She does play the game with emotion, but she she also makes good decisions out of that. So true. I totally agree. It's really... And and what we see in this moment is her emotion is, I like Omar. I've been with him the whole time. Oh, wait. He's going to beat me. I'm out here to win. He's not going to be... He doesn't need to be my best friend moving forward. And I, I can cross someone if I need to. Although I trust him. I got to get to the end and I got to find my own way. Yeah. 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 It, I mean, this is one of the most significant things that I've talked about for years when watching and being a fan and now doing the podcast, you've heard me say it a hundred times, but 
that tension between wanting to get to the end because you don't want to go home when you play survivor at home when you play any game you don't want to go home you want to enjoy the experience there's that shame of getting voted out but the the self-awareness to say look i i could get to the end like romeo he's going to be in the end we've said that already but You've said that already but he for sure <laughs> he'll be there but what about getting to the end and then it doesn't matter because I'm not going to win the game. And that there's that tension, those days that you're going to not be able to look back and say, I got to be on there because I made a big risky play and it, and it bit me in the butt. And so I got voted out, but the alternative is to do nothing and to not win. And she, there's that conversation where she's self-aware, but Mike even pitches that to her and says, um, you know, like here, here's Omar's situation. And Marianne says, well, how am I going to beat Omar in the end? And Mike says, you're not, you're not. And that was, again, a very genuine moment. Like, and I believe him that Omar will win the game unless she is willing to do something. And it reminded me of, um, you know, I hate to bring this up, but just even we look at the Leafs getting knocked out. Someone compared like to the Raptors. Why? And when Masai came in, right, they were, they were a good team, right? They were doing well. They, I think they won a few playoff rounds, uh, but he came in and said, that's not good enough. I don't want to just like make it to the playoffs in the least case, just make it to round one, but I actually want to win a championship and got rid of DeRozan, got rid of Casey, who was, I think really respected as a coach, yep. coach, of the of the Raptors, year. coach of the year. And he was fired after being coach of the year. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, he was, he so was all that, but to say, after being named coach, of exactly. The year. But wow. to say like, that's not, we don't want to just be good or even great. We want to be the best. And so, in a similar way, you know, just that mindset in Survivor to say, look, people might be watching, but what are you doing? Why would you rock the boat here? You're going to, you're probably going to get to the end. But she's saying, no, I don't want to just get to the end. I want to win Survivor. I want to win the million dollars. I want to come back to Canada with the million where it's worth more than if you want it in the US and be able to have the title of sole survivor. You cannot do that unless you're willing to risk it all. And I just, as, as Marianne is talking, I'm like, finally, someone is doing this. She's articulating it. She's going for it and she's just go she's going all out. And if she gets voted out, that's okay because man, she's playing to win. Well, well, think this, about though, like sorry, Jordan. This <laughs> is I just have no. a quote that is just gonna be a mic drop. This okay, is survivor, so. not survival. Ah, I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, I I I feel like it's interesting too, because last week's tribal. And the, and the ones in the last couple of episodes has set the stage and set the like overall tone and vibe of the game as being, I am playing with you. We're playing hard and I still respect you and like love you. Right. So that gives permission for people to make big moves because they know whoever you're voting out is going to respect a big move. And also is going back to Ponderosa where they are like interacting with people who have had a lot of fun with the game. Right. And are not necessarily bitter about it. And, and so I think that that almost like empowers someone like Marianne to be like, look, I'm, I'm just sitting here. These people are getting voted out. There's people who are getting lots and lots of like credit for stuff for big moves for betraying mm -hmm. people. And, and it's been a, like a great, like goodbye from everyone. <laughs> so like, let's, let's make a big move. Cause why not? This is not a game where you just play safe. Cause you're worried about, about um, everyone who's been voted out. So 
yeah, it's an interesting dynamic now. And, and I do think that in likely Marianne has been, was, that was, that was an element of it, I'm sure, where she kind of came out of the gates of that tribal feeling Mm-hmm. just kind of empowered to like let's do this <laughs> yeah. let's let's shake it up to uh, to as we move as we keep moving through the episode there are two kind of storylines to me one is the marianne storyline her realizing i gotta i gotta make a move here mm-hmm. if i don't make a move i'm gonna lose i'm not gonna win the goal is to win i gotta make a move the second storyline is around jonathan it's not jonathan isn't the storyline necessarily but it's around him where Omar wants to split this Mike and Jonathan thing that's going on and, and plot them against each other, a strategy mm-hmm. he's used a lot in this season, realistically. Mm-hmm. And Mike and Jonathan want to work together. That'll be a fun, that's a fun thing that we're going to have to watch through the episode is does Omar succeed in getting Mike and Jonathan to not work together? What happens with that? And Jonathan also going, Lindsay and Omar, look how close they're getting. That's like, they both want to tell me they're with me, but I see it. I, yeah. He's going Drea style. I see what's happening. I perceive what's going on. I'm not an idiot here. And um, and the Taku final four or the Taku four that they had made the final six, but I think he said that's far enough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, he says, if I'm going to win this game, they both have to go. Yeah. Right. So he's, you're right. He's observing. I've, I've Jonathan said a few times where, He's like, I'm not going to show my emotions and good on him, right? Like he's done that well. Uh, but yeah, Jonathan and, and likewise, Lindsay being a key piece in this narrative of, and the two of them will see this episode, just continue their like eternal battle. The two of them like yep. fighting. I, I mean, I wonder still if the two of them are going to sit next to each other at the end and have to duke it out next to Romeo. Imagine that Lindsay, Jonathan, Romeo at the end, oh. Romeo really a non-factor. So the two of them <laughs> just, battling it out and that mm-hmm. could go either way it could yeah. it could absolutely we get to the reward challenge the reward is sustenance or sugar and right away i'm like how do you not choose was it chicken and veggies, veggies. yeah how do you absolutely. like you have to choose that right going into that um but the winner gets a choice of what they want to do and straight up the choice the chicken choice seems better so there's obviously got to be something different to that but we'll get on to that later the challenge itself, it starts with the dizzy spin to unspool a rope. We need more reward challenges with dizzy spins because yeah. <laughs> one of the moments of the season, and Jeff points it out too, but one of the moments of the season is Marianne spinning the other way. Yes, to trying try to undo. Scramble her brain. That was so good. I wonder if that's where we need Ben in here. Science Ben moment again. Is yeah. that actually is that actually There's scientifically no shot verifiable? Science. There's You're no shot that side in your head, but she just thought that that would work to unspin herself. It was, was incredible, oh man. It was a classic moment, uh, but the dizzy, the dizzy moments are so fun. Cause they just, they can't even walk straight. They're trying to get on that balance beam and you can just see like everyone, Jonathan, Lindsay, Omar, whoever they get one step on that beam and they, they step off of it right away. They don't have a chance against the beam for the first minute or two after they've been spinning, unless they try to undo the spin. Mm-hmm. Um, remember how, remember how Marianne like weeks and weeks ago was like, yeah, but Jonathan sucks at puzzles and he does <laughs> like, like, cause he, yes. he was ahead in both. Like he was ahead in both of these, both of today's or this week's challenges mm-hmm. and the yes. puzzle on both. The fur, the yeah, the puzzle on both because I guess the steps on that we'll get to the immunity challenge, but the steps on the immunity challenge is a puzzle. Yeah, 
right? Yeah. Yeah, he was terrible at that. He I was, was shocked. really bad. Okay yeah. yeah, he's just like he's. It just goes to show, like just different little really life is. skills. That's why right? Lindsay is probably yeah. like. Yeah. Anyways, I, we don't have to go yeah. into it. It but... goes back to what we talked about. I mentioned it earlier, but you can see why Taku was winning a bunch of challenges with those two. Jonathan was carrying them a lot, but having. Uh, a, fee- a a woman who also is really, really strong in those challenges helped out that tribe. Def- definitely had to help out that tribe because it's not like Jonathan carried them, literally carried them through the boulder challenge, it felt like. But you had someone else who could also be physically quick and strong um, and good in these challenges. And now all of a sudden, those two are proving they're the two best at challenges. That's not even a debate right now. No, not at all. Two. They've been wow. first and second in basically every challenge other than this reward challenge. Um, good on Omar. Omar gets his, the classic, he got his challenge win. He wasn't winning immunity challenges. He gets his one challenge win. <laughs> gets to shout out to his niece who believe you can do anything, classic lines, stuff like that. But he gets it. And then we hear the twist on reward. Can I pause for one second? I just wanted to say, I love Jeff's line there. He's like, let's just listen into the sounds of the challenge. Yeah. And Steph made a good point. She's like, that's true. Like, that's what it would be like. Like, there's no sound. If you're there, you're not hearing all the track, the intense music. You're just the quietness of that challenge. And I love how Jeff just let us, invited us into that. The puzzle pieces hitting each other. The puzzle pieces hitting each other for sure. Um, and then, yeah, what Jeff said to uh, about Omar's niece, and he even turns to the camera and just points to the significance of that. I had to I had the tweet somewhere, but just that idea of getting to push yourself and then taking one more step. That's what this is about. And I love those moments too. Shout out to Omar's niece. Listening. Circling back to um, just the, the part about like where there was no music. I always find that funny, like, because I watch a lot of reality shows, like we were talking about before that we started recording. She watches a lot of reality shows. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, it was actually, I loved that they included that because you hear people like, I used to be into The Bachelor and stuff and you'd hear, you'd hear contestants who would get out of the limo and they're just shell-shocked because there's no music. It's dead silent it's a completely different experience than Mm -hmm. what they've watched on the show. And similarly with survivor, there's no like pump up music. There's no like warrior chants. Like it's like no cold play in the background. Yeah. 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 I thought that was, they're doing a lot of really cool stuff like that. in in the last couple of seasons where just gives you a little bit of insight into what it's really like there in the production and stuff. And I really appreciate that. Well, even with last episode, remember after Drea gets voted out, Jeff has that, that great quote, Drea doesn't hear that. Drea has gone. She doesn't get to hear that at all. She probably, she might, someone probably told her about it between uh, now and when she got voted out, but she does not hear about that quote for for at least a couple of hours. Right. Yeah. Um, After that, the other thing I wanted to point out, the compass challenge brings another one of, the funnier moments in survivor history. Cause I saw someone play it, um, play a video mm-hmm. of it, but this challenge is one where we remember Michaela, she, I thought she had the puzzle, right. It was all together, but the compass was configured wrong. So Jeff walks over and goes, Michaela thinks she has it. And she, he waits as he always does, doesn't. And then she oh. kicks the puzzle and he yells out and she kicks the puzzle because that <laughs> always helps. <laughs> <laughs> And I just, I just thought that was, uh, oh, that was my a good goodness. one. When, what oh. season was that? 
that Michaela was on so the game changers. She was on she was... game changers and she was on another one. Um, she was on one before game changers, which I can't think of in the moment right now. Okay. Yeah. I can remember her. That's season, so funny. But, I, remember the kick her, to the... I remember her specifically drawing yeah. in the, Gen- in the sand the generation. The, what was it? The generation X versus Y. Maybe season? it was that. Gen Z- I don't know. Gen Z- oh, something should, like that. We should know this. Look it up. Anyway, the kick yeah. of the broken or not working puzzle is always a good <laughs> item. I not not aware of a lie this morning. I tried to get out of bed because I heard our son like talking back to Steph. So I was like gonna be the dad and run in there and get mad at him. And I couldn't get out of bed because my leg was like wrapped in the blanket. So I literally couldn't. <laughs> I was like shaking and I was like, what is going on? I was half awake and I like I like kicked my leg as hard as I could in the blanket it. went yeah. flying. That's why the yeah, that's why the blankets all over the yeah. floor for sure. Um, millennials versus Gen X okay. is the answer. I'm glad I bought you time with that great story. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. So Omar gets the reward, and now we find out the twist. He can pick two people to go with him for the chicken reward, or three for the sugar reward, mm-hmm. and he goes with the diplomatic answer to make the most amount of people happy with him. And he takes Romeo, who is wasting away out there. So good to take Romeo, takes Marianne, takes Mike, leaves Jonathan and Lindsay back, which is interesting because of how close he and Lindsay are, that he's confident in their relationship to not take her on a reward so late in the season when some people are more hungry than others, but everyone is just starving out there. They don't have Mm -hmm. much food. Even that, did you see the amount of rice Lindsay and Jonathan were cooking? No, no. Like that looked amount. like a not <gasps> yes, I a did. lot because they did. were sitting around the fire. Jonathan was complaining. Yeah. Lindsay's like, oh, I'm not mad. And they were cooking rice. Yep. It was not a lot of rice and no, nothing to taste like just cooking rice in water. Oh man. Oh. <laughs> Although you love that. But, I do love um, Something just came to mind. Um, okay. I feel like I'm, I'm talking a lot about the end of the episode, but it ha- it has to do with this this part right now but i feel like it'd be interesting to do a uh a study of like maybe someone who's listening to this can answer this but the percentage of time times that the person who wins a reward challenge where they are taking people where they they have have to to choose choose. and then they get voted out that tribal it's lower than you think and higher than you want it to be yeah, I think it's pretty high to be honest because yeah, and so that just that just I'd be interested to hear the actual statistics but yeah. it it just goes to show that it is a pretty significant decision. Um yeah. and at the time I thought he was making a good choice by saying like okay, let's do you know, like let's go for the majority so that we at least have the majority of people there rather than 3 and 3, but um that would yeah. haunt me though. Yeah. I I would struggle on the spot to d- make the right decision there. Oh man! Just there's well, so many scenarios. We we talked about it. Lindsay did a great job. She won a reward and said, "I'm taking this person because they haven't gone on a reward. This person because they haven't gone on a reward. And this person because they haven't gone on, gone on a reward. And that's it. Done. Yeah. Over. And she survived it. But there is a strong group of people out there, Survivor super fans, who are like, "Don't win individual immunity or uh, individual reward mm-hmm. if it means you got to choose people. Don't do it. It's even the loved it. ones visit, right? It's even the lo- oh, that's well, that's because that's the most emotional of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, Jonathan and Lindsay miss out on cake. At the end of the day, neither of them were involved in the decision at the end of this episode. They miss out on cake, whatever. But if you miss out on 
your brother, sister, husband, wife, parent, not staying a couple of extra hours with you when you haven't seen them. And they're the only people in the area that you can actually fully trust without a mm-hmm. doubt. Yeah. Like that's so difficult. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. It's just one, the, it's weighing the risk reward of it is. getting that. And often, yeah, it feels just like there's a target mm-hmm. on your back when you are the one that has to win and then pick people. It's it, it, although you want it, maybe it is just statistically probably better to, no. to sit it out and hope someone picks you. That would be the benefit, but yeah. Yeah. I'd be curious to see the stats as well. Yeah. So um, nothing much really happens at the reward. They're not talking about much, but even I'm at home, I am drooling over these, over these cookies and cake. I get just until really? they started, until they started <laughs> digging their forks into the cake and mangling it up. Dude, they've been cuddling in tent under a shelter for the last I 20 know. days together. That, that when the, but the cake started to look lopsided. That was different, but the cake looked great cookies. I don't know. I'm a sucker for good cookies. So but <laughs> do they have, my question was, do they have milk? I saw that there were glasses there, but do you they gotta have, milk? have milk? Because you gotta have milk. I thought they did. Both I thought cake- they did. I didn't see what was in the glasses. My that, would be tor- that would almost be worse. That's like a punishment. Eat all That's this true. sugary chocolate cookie and cake and no milk or like a oh, glass of milk man. sitting off to the you side and you can't touch it. Yeah. That, I, I agree with you, man. If you can't I just, wash I it down. I didn't see it, but I think it was there. I think because I did see those glasses. I just didn't see what was in them. I you had to milk, have. You, had, you, to just have had, to, you had to have endless amounts of milk there for them to be drinking. <laughs> oh, I would drink a ton. That would be I, a cruel so twist I. if Jeff. Oh, if they didn't do that, man, that would be tough. Yeah, so they they must have. Yes. Um, But that was my only thought. Weird fact about me, I can't drink milk from anywhere other than my own home. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. It's like, it's a weird quirk. I just can't. I can't stomach it. So I don't know. Unless it's in your home, like you're in Andrew's home. If it comes from my own fridge, I like know where it's come from. Otherwise, it just makes me gag there's a there's a movement there's like a group of people listening that will relate to this my question for you is what if you bring your own milk to someone else's fridge oh maybe maybe i'm not drinking a glass of milk very very much anyways but (laughs) i won't drink i won't drink a straight up glass of milk i have to have something with it whether it's a treat whether it's something else for breakfast i i don't i don't just go and drink a straight up glass of milk that's not enjoyable to me see you guys didn't watch all the commercials i did as a kid i i drank them all all those like got milk and they got the mustache all the celebrities remember those the milk mustache i love milk and i grew up on it and i will advocate and anyway if I win a reward, grilled cheese, milk, oh. we're good to go. And cookies? And cookies. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, we get to the Jonathan and Lindsay. Here's a fun dynamic where Jonathan breaks it down, I think in a cool way, where he's talking about, you can tell, and the edit shows this as well, but they're both trying to fool each other. They're both playing very coy with each other. Each is trying to make another move against each other. Jonathan wants Lindsay out. Jonathan's pretty sure that Lindsay wants him out. Lindsay confirms Lindsay wants him out. Um, And then he says to us, I hope I'm doing a better job at fooling her than she is fooling me because I know she's up to something. (laughs) The way she's talking to me in this situation. She probably does. Yes, she does. She's, (laughs) she knows, she has to know, right? Mm -hmm. And and they also, everyone also knows they're going to go to the end of the immunity challenge with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, when you've been battling with someone, like whether it's a physical battle or you and you guys are the ones who are battling it out, just like 
being someone who was into competitive sports, who was an athlete in school, like, you know, when there is someone you are just competitive, like, it doesn't matter what their personality is, how well you get along with them. You just like want them destroyed. (laughs) And I think, you know, like, like, you know, together that there's like, there's something unsaid and you both, you both want each other gone. So yeah, that's a great take. That means it's a mutual respect to a degree, maybe in Survivor more so after the fact, but just that, yes, that great desire to be the one, like we're both trying to kill each other here, but I'm going to get you first. Yeah. Um, I thought, by the way, they would get sick. It didn't show it, but often they do when they consume all that sugar. That was my, um, that was my assumption as well. That was a lot of cookies for people that haven't eaten a lot of stuff, a lot of things in the last couple of weeks. Yes, exactly. When they get back though, uh, you have Mike going to tell Jonathan and Marianne that Lindsay has an idol. And this is again, one of those things that you've heard me say a million times, but we've seen the movie before. Why tell anyone before? Cause now, you know, this is going to get passed around. The why do you think, was, go ahead. But like, the why amulet do they think was that? such a good secret up until that little hot video thing that uh, Mike, Lindsay and Omar went to, mm-hmm. no one else knew about the amulet until that point. Now it worked out in, in Lindsay's favor in the sense that uh, uh, Hi, Andrea both get voted out and her amulet becomes an idol. So in that sense, it worked out in telling them. But the reverse side is all of a sudden, Mike goes and he's telling Marianne and he's telling Jonathan. And now your hidden immunity idol is just an immunity idol. It is not hidden anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't even say, yeah, I don't even need to say it again. Cause it's just week after week after week in the last couple of seasons, but I don't, I, I, I don't I understand feel like, it. Honestly though, I think Lindsay knew what she was doing. I think she's that kind of player. Like, I mean, are what, we what do you all... mean? how can you be that kind of player though? You're, you're giving information that you don't need to give away that could, could potentially come back to bite you as it did to Drea last week. I guess week. this is before the immunity challenge. Yes, this is before okay. the... Okay, yeah, now, so like, that makes it a bit different, but... um. Oh, the strategizing before immunity challenges, it's just like, it. you know it's always going to go... Like, the dynamic of Survivor, it always changes. Every yeah. <laughs> situation changes the dynamic. When there's a vote that happens, the dynamic has changed. When someone wins immunity, no matter who it is, the dynamic has changed when even a reward challenge like this one can change the dynamic a little bit. Although I don't think this one really did um, because no one was too hurt that they didn't get taken on the, the reward um, right. uh, feast, but like all these situations change the dynamic of the actual, how this game is going to work going forward. You don't know who's going to have immunity. Mm-hmm. Someone who's it's everyone's being targeted to a degree at this yeah. point in the game. Right. Yeah. Right? And it's we a know- shorter window too, between tribals, much shorter than the longer season. So yes. again, the idea of like these long gaps in between where you could maybe stew on ideas and hold like an alliance for any length of time, that's just out the window. And I've heard a few former contestants say that, that it just seems that that has totally changed in this new version of Survivor. Yep. Literally minutes from- sometimes before. Well, part of the strategizing is Mike wants Omar out. So because he wants Omar out, Omar can't win immunity. Not that concerning of a situation. Yeah. Lindsay also can't win immunity is a huge part of his plan to take out Omar, which is his whole goal of the first 35 minutes of this episode is to take out Omar. If she wins, she plays her idol for Omar, which is logical thinking. Um, Mike is willing to play his idol for Marianne. She's already got one. So she's all excited because now 
potentially have two idols for myself in two more votes. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, Marianne's situation here, stop and talk about it for a second. She's got one idol. Mike might be willing to play an idol for her. And there's only one more vote after this episode. So there's two more votes. That's yeah. it. She and she's not the target in this episode either. We we we're gathering that. So she's basically like she's home free to final four and can do what she wants. Right. And that's where the episode yeah. changes is when it's the realization of she's in, she's not necessarily in the best spot to win this season, but she's in the best spot to move forward with a chance to win this season. Romeo's sure. yeah. obviously in the best spot to move forward. That's a forward. really good yeah. distinction. That. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I, I'll just say this. I think Marianne will not win this season. I think she, I think though her play here can move her from getting zero to one votes to maybe two to four votes but not winning. i also think i also think marianne's trouble is that she's going to be in fire making challenge is she going to be good at fire making i have no idea but i think she's going to be in that because i don't see her winning either jonathan or Lindsay is going to be in the final four challenge possibly both mm-hmm. or mike all three of them I think are better competitors in the final four challenge than her mm-hmm. and Romeo's getting taken to the final three. Well, it looks like I it's the know, one I'm... where they're running around, right? All the obstacles. And just from what we've seen this season, even this last one with the reward, she, Marion really was quite far behind in terms of just keeping But up. But she's a puzzle person. Yep. So I, yeah, I, I don't right. know. I, know. I feel like it, it, it depends on what the challenge is. That's like, that's what it depends on. Yep. It totally depends on that. Yeah. One other significant thing here is that Marianne, also finds out about Lindsay's idol through the grapevine and through she's mine. not happy. Like you can see that's affecting her and getting the wheels turning yeah. more. And again, saying, all right, before it's too late, I have to give my ch- myself a chance to get votes in the finale. What's it going to take? Yep. yep. And then so, we get to uh, the immunity challenge. Immunity challenge. Jeff Probst loves to emphasize the winner is guaranteed final <laughs> five. He's no longer saying one in five shot because it's not a one in five shot when you're in the final five. It's not all equal, but Winner gets into the mm-hmm. guaranteed final five spot with a chance to win a million dollars. I don't think he actually says a million dollars at any point. Um, but yeah, still, he really leaned into that one. Eh? Like he just banging on the desk. Yeah. Yes, he and was Steph, he was excited. I think you made a good point, Steph. Like, I wonder, do they know when they're playing? Hey, if I win this challenge, I'm guaranteed a spot in the finale, like on TV. All my family and friends are gonna be seeing me there if I pull this off. Just an interesting I, sidebar, but yeah, sidebar. I don't know because yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because it always that. is like that would be in my mind. Like I'm in the finale. Yeah, that's like, a that's huge pretty, deal. That's pretty yeah. huge. And yeah, anyways, we can we can continue, but um I have some thoughts about about post- the challenge. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Just po- oh. post, post post immunity challenge and um, oh, oh. finale. Yeah. Anyways. So yeah, yeah we'll let's talk through it. We'll go. We'll go through it. So Jonathan gets out to the early lead, and then they get to building the staircase. Now, one one thought I had here is, I'm not saying I'd be good at this challenge, but I think I would enjoy a challenge, a puzzle like mm-hmm. this, where you're matching up that the whole sizes of those pegs for the steps. I think I would enjoy that type of a challenge. I would hope I would be good at it. I the compass puzzle. I don't know. I'd like to think I'd be good, but I don't, I don't think so. But this type of one is one where I look at it and go, it's not an overly complicated puzzle. No, it's pretty deductive. It's probably, yeah, it's deductive and it's problem solving, which I feel like I would be, maybe, maybe I'd fall flat on my face literally and figuratively in a challenge like this, but I'd like (laughs) to think that 
I, I watch this challenge and I go, I would like to do that. I would like yeah. to try yeah, and see agree. how I would get that challenge. Where it there's other fun. ones that I watch and I go, no, thanks. I want no part of that challenge. Standing on a cross. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, poor Lindsay and Jonathan. Poor Lindsay. But she yeah. made it poor through Christian. That. Poor Christian. Um, Jonathan was not, this is where we were talking about puzzles earlier. He, this was a pretty like straightforward deductive puzzle as opposed to um, complicated. And he was just, he was not good. at. He was out to an early lead. I was shocked when I watched this episode the second time to see that Jonathan was falling so far behind. Mm -hmm. To be, to be honest, to be honest, like I loved, I really liked Jonathan at first. He seems to me, it seems to me like he, like the life has been like sucked out of his, his, his like entire body. Um, he just does not seem like he has the same drive. He seems like he's like really not enjoying himself as much anymore as he was <laughs> like, not that I felt like he was always kind of this like outwardly excitable person, but he really just seems kind of bitter at this point about like about I don't know he just doesn't seem to be enjoying it the same way and you can just kind of see in the way that he's he's um battling and the like obviously he's still battling but it's not that same spirit he had in the at the beginning well, you of felt the that yeah at the beginning you're like yeah. he he's not gonna lose like he's yeah. just got it within him to, to command to will a victory here yeah and whereas you felt that with Lindsay in this challenge mm, you could see yeah. it in her face like she was just she was gonna get it no matter what whereas it's true whereas for him he no. just didn't he just didn't have that in his in his like in his eyes i'd be curious one. if for, for you listening at home i was sitting there I, I get a feeling and i don't is this production doing it or is it just the, the read on the real situation happening but i i could just feel like what you just said Lindsay. It seems like she's gonna win this, and you know me, I'm often wrong when I make predictions in a challenge. But <laughs> I felt like I think I think she's got this. It was like when Tori a few weeks ago, I was like, I just had a feeling. If you're listening at home, did you yeah. feel that? Did you think Lindsay was gonna win? Because I even at the end, I was like, I just have a sense that, and it's not just production that she's gonna pull this out. I didn't necessarily have that feeling, but the feeling I did have is when at the last, when Jonathan and Lindsay are tied, and their ball is about to fit in that socket on the last one and then Jonathan's ball drops my feeling was of course yeah like oh yeah. i'm not i'm not that shocked right now that that just happened and that right. he is the one who faltered in this moment and then you knew at that point his ball drops there's no way Lindsay's does and she goes and wins the challenge she's in the final five she gets mm. guaranteed Incredible. she had it anyways because of her idol but she's guaranteed her spot in the in the final five and that's worst case scenario for mike which will be an interesting conversation in three to four minutes, um, maybe sooner mm -hmm. than that. But um, yeah, she gets her final five spot. Incredible. Jonathan dejected because he knows he's in trouble. Every, everyone else should be dejected because they know they're in some sort of trouble other than maybe Romeo's not getting voted out. If, if I um, had the capability of recording myself and someone pay someone to watch me watch Survivor, uh, <laughs> I'd be curious, be like, what is this? What is the percentage of times I, I like audibly say someone's name in excitement for them. Cause what I'm saying is with Lindsay, there's been many times this season where I'm like, Lindsay, that is incredible. Like you are, a I can't believe it. Are you way to go? Like you're yeah. a champion just in shock. I've said her name audibly many times and I would love to see back. Is there, is there a connection with even those big moments, as I said out loud and, and that would be a correlation to how well someone does in the finale. Cause she 
man, she is writing a story for the ages here, putting on a not not just like oh what we feel like she's trying hard against Jonathan. She's beating Jonathan and she's beating him time and time again and going neck and neck. And that will come down. I would love to see them sitting there together at the end and see what happens. Yep. Maybe they just do one more race, like just one more like endurance challenge to see, not even a vote. Just you guys just run who can run the longest. And it's cool. It's cool. Just like, even as a woman, like last week's episode was like, honestly kind of emotional for me. Cause I saw her like in that, whole scene where she's playing football and was the only girl and like that was me for a long time and I think for you know there's always this tension like girls and guys athleticism you know and I think that like for me the representation of Lindsay in this season is really cool because sure strength like like I don't know how you measure strength well strength shows itself in different ways yeah and like right yeah and like yes can Jonathan bench press more than Lindsay? Maybe more than Lindsay weighs. Definitely. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, but like in terms of competitiveness and like sheer, sheer desire and drive to win. And when it, when you do sort of like eliminate the factors that like in between genders could like separate us. Right. Mm -hmm. When you, when you eliminate those factors, men like women are so fierce like there's women like Lindsay who are like so fierce and there's a lot of us out there and I put myself (laughs) I put like not as not like her but but like just that proving that like women can compete and like yeah it just it just like made me so proud I Mm -hmm. I like I just think it's incredible it's not um it's not a coincidence at all that she's where she's at right now and no. i think even for a guy like jonathan to be a little bit humbled like yeah <laughs> like yeah. the fact yeah. that his like main competitor is uh i don't know how old Lindsay is but like that she's you know a woman that's like way smaller than he is you know mm. and like the fact that yeah i don't know i just i that's just find really that take, yeah. i just find yeah. that really inspiring and um yeah. you know i don't know where she's gonna land at the end but she's definitely one of my favorites Um, no and it's great to see her competitiveness it's also a kudos to the production crew for finding challenges that are challenges against yourself you don't have to be the fastest runner to win these challenges you don't have to be the the physically strongest person who can carry the most weight but what you do need to be is the best at competing against yourself yes totally using your so the going up and down the stairs and you have to think about that puzzle of the steps while you're doing that what was the first stage of that challenge um uh, i can't think of what it was but then you anyways you had the ring untie the uh, steps untie the steps untie the the steps yeah yeah. oh right to get on the balance yeah on the balance on the balance uh the balance beam was in the reward challenge yeah but then you had the ring where you had to move quickly up that ladder while also maneuvering the ring all the way up and then you had um, at the end of the puzzle, it was like these challenges are challenges that you don't have to be the best at one particular thing or be faster or f- a faster runner or physically stronger. Mm-hmm. You have to compete the best against yourself and test a lot of different skills that eliminate some of these biases to make the playing field. That's really anyone cool. can take it. Not every challenge will be 
equal to everybody, right? The balancing yeah. challenges are easier for a certain body type than others. The challenges like this are better for people who have a little bit more endurance. The challenges test different things, but they eliminate as many of these, the best word I can use like biases or physical mm -hmm. advantages, yeah. just that would be solely gender related. And yeah. that allows Lindsay to go, I'm just as good a competitor and I'm going to show you it and proving it. Yeah. And yeah. we're not doubting that she isn't a great competitor because she absolutely is. Yeah. And the style of challenges they put in allows That's a really good take. Them. Yeah. Cause it would be problematic if Survivor had, okay, carry these 40 pound rocks from here to there. And the first one to do as many because yeah, that, that like, would narrow it down. But it, well, those challenges wouldn't even be close if that was the case. They, they tried out previously doing 10% of body weight. You have to balance with 10% of your body weight, right. which is still uneven in a way because if you're you know 140 pounds versus 230 the the difference in the two is completely completely different yeah it's the same percentage but it just doesn't balance itself out well yeah but yeah these types of challenges there it's just who's got the fire who's competitive and who's going to figure out how to maneuver through the challenge really well so it's mm. you know, just a, a really quick side note but this week i watched with my kids i watched little giants I don't know if you remember that movie. Classic. Wait, Jordan, are you serious? Oh no, I'm getting he's, called he's out just here. He's just oh, aging no. himself here. Oh no, he no, is... we're aging ourselves. Yeah, that's true. No, but it's we just, all are. You gotta watch it, okay? But I'm just gonna speak to those of you who are listening who understand that it's a very similar sort of like story arc where it's like a girl on a football team who doesn't get taken seriously, and as a kid, that was just like such an inspiration because she was just like just as good as the guys <laughs> but it just made me thought about it just make, made me think about uh it was it's just funny that I watched that movie with the kids and I'm I I really want like our Ruby to watch that this episode this last um this last week because I think it's it's really cool to see mm -hmm. to see Lindsay competing yeah it is and she finishes she gets the win and she's even speaking in her confessional like I freaking did it I won beat Goliath awesome beat Goliath this is so cool <laughs> uh so good on her for for yeah. doing that good keep it you, in mind that last episode she lost that narrow that balancing one on the cross as we've referred to it right she <laughs> lost that I think she lost that narrowly. I don't know how much longer Jonathan could have gone. As soon as he saw that she was dropping out, he dropped off immediately. Mm -hmm. But she thought she could have won that or, and was devastated that, you know, her reward for going head to head with the biggest challenge beast is a 50, 50 not a 50, 50 game, but a game of chance to get eliminated from survivor. Yeah. Um, and she was kind of dejected after that. And to go back out next challenge, I'm going for it. Get Lindsay on the Maple Leafs is my take. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> That's a great take. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, the number one thing also on the reverse side, Jonathan did not want is Lindsay winning mm -hmm. because that puts him, him and Mike have had these conversations. That puts him in a lot of trouble. He knows about her idol, so it's clearly public knowledge. I don't know if we saw that he got told about her idol this episode. Did we? See that? We know Marianne got told. I couldn't remember, so I just wrote down. I don't know. I think everyone it's knows. Pub it's public yeah. knowledge at this point. Everyone yeah. knows. Um, and Lindsay, the plan is Jonathan needs to go. Omar talks with Mike. Lindsay, Omar, Romeo, 100%. They're all on Jonathan. Mm -hmm. Lindsay's not going to play the idol. Okay, let's stop and pause here about Lindsay not playing the idol first. Right. I'm not going to play the idol because it's going. it could go back into circulation. But it's not 
an idol. It's an amulet that is turned into an idol. It that that was honestly just guys overthinking. No, no, she's just making an excuse. She doesn't want to save Omer. Like there, like why would you want? Like even though even though he's like they're close, they're close obviously, and they've been working together. But like she she's smart enough to know like it's not worth it for her to save him like in the game in terms of like final tribal council winning the million dollars that's my opinion because the thing is like her idol was done at six right yes it was always gonna be done at six it's gone like it's gone no matter if she played it or what so like so the question is like okay did they um, I heard them talking in, the, in another podcast about this briefly, just like <sighs> another <what>? podcast of <laughs> the Tyson's podcast. Okay. But um, yeah, they just mentioned like, but there was no answer. Just like, are you, does that, does that idol go back into circulation regardless? Right. No. But, and, and does it even go back into circulation so late in the game? So it was just an excuse. I honestly think, think that like, because mm. I just think, of all the people to save at this point, Omer's not the person to save. Cause then it, number one, it's like, it's another like point on his resume that he like got someone to save him, yep. <laughs> hmm. you know? Um, so in my opinion, that was just her blowing smoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. And then the other okay. thing, the other thing to think about um, that, like we heard, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about this, but like we did hear that Omer had an idol nullifier. Yes, yes, I heard about that which too. Which is super controversial that we like didn't hear about that. And I understand why if it was never in play, but who knows what dynamic that brought into it all? Like mm. in terms of Lindsay knowing about that maybe or I don't know who knows I I all I want to say is just I don't think Lindsay I really actually, don't think she was gonna yeah yeah lay her idol out to play it for Omer yeah if he's close enough to her and if she thinks oh this is my way to get to the final three is by having Omer with me and she's like lost. I could win against him then she plays it for him there's no question that was such a silly yeah. like silly excuse like or silly reason in my opinion mm-hmm. um either way Lindsay think so i i agree with that take i hadn't even thought about that that she just didn't want to play it for him that's a good it's a good take um i'm i'm aligned with you on that uh but Lindsay, either way is saying this this is going to be this is easy everyone's on board for omar um and they show a video as, as she's doing this voiceover, talking about how it's straightforward, we've got Omar, she, the video shows her walking away from the beach as if done, dusted, easy, here we go. Omar's keeping the fire alive by blowing some kindling, and I'm just thinking to myself, this is too easy. There's no way it's yeah. this easy. And then as they're showing the, vo- the video of Omar blowing on the kindling to keep the fire alive, Marianne, I have it in all caps, Marianne's voiceover starts. And I feel like Omar's going to win, I want to play. I want to win. I can go with their plan and use my extra vote the way they want me to use it. Yeah. Or I can use my extra vote the way I want to use it. Yes, Marianne. You guys watch so, me like playing the piano. Um, <laughs> and here we go. This is what we want. 
Marianne wants to make a move. Let's go. Let's do it. You've got the people behind you should have the people behind you. Mike wants to vote out Omar. Jonathan wants to vote out Omar. And and then the balloon gets popped a little bit because Mike doesn't want to. Mike's scared of Lindsay's idol being played for Omar because his his life is on the line in this one. And just let's go easy. Let's vote Romeo. We can put as many votes on him. He's out. No one's saving mm-hmm. him. We know that. No one's saving Romeo, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and Marianne, this line that we were talking about earlier, she go, she hears Mike say, no, let's go with Romeo. And she goes, I can't promise you that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's going to go back. Huge. She's going to think about it. And we were talking about that earlier. She had multiple times in this episode where, oh, you, we want, we're thinking different things. I got to think about that. I yeah. can't, just, I can't just go with that. I'm not going to tell you I'm going with it and then go against it. I'm not going to tell you I'm not going with it. I got to think about that. Um, and then Mike has a fun confessional. Marianne's playing Survivor 18.0, not Survivor 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> why he chose that? Why he chose that number is funny, but <laughs> is it the random number always 17, not 18? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Um, and I just I just write like, no, make your move. Do it. We got mm-hmm. a shot here. Like you you've proven, Mike, already that you can make a move without the people you're making a move against detecting it. And doesn't Marianne even say he's just playing him like safe here? Whereas I don't want to play this kind of safe game at this stage. And I just was cheering her name the whole episode along with Lindsay, just man. And she even says like, this is our time to take a risk. This is like chapter, the second last, the penultimate chapter. uh, There we go. Of, of her play and leading into tribal willing to risk it all to make a name for herself. Love it. I do think we saw a lot more of Mike's like, cause there's been a lot of talk about Mike in the last couple of episodes of this podcast, even just about like his um, likability or not, or, you know, um, his gameplay. But I, I, I feel like we saw a lot of his gameplay this, this episode. I mean, there's not a lot of people, so he like, they have to show yeah. something, but but I think like he is playing this game hard. He really is. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're, they're, they're battles. Yeah. Sorry, finish your thought. No, no, no. And it's two. And I, I do like, I, I loved the arc. I mean, I, looking back, I honestly just love the arc of Marianne's whole entire stop. <laughs> he keeps on like telling me to come closer to the, to the microphone. People so want to hear your, people want to hear what you're <laughs> We want to hear your um, voice. We got to no, hear No, I honestly, like the more I think about it, the more I love the arc of Marianne's character because mm-hmm. she's like the progress of her, her like character development and, or maybe character revealing, <laughs> yeah. because maybe that's a really like, you know, um, intentional move on her part, but I, okay. I just have this memory of the episode. So she's being very di- diplomatic when, when um these ideas are first getting thrown at her right Mm -hmm. she's like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna wait i'm gonna just give me a second to think about it very very like diplomatic um just really good social play and then she kind of like barrels in there with mike after a while like do you see do you know that there's there's a scene where they're walking along that path and she's like mike this is what we're gonna do we're gonna do this and this and this and this and this and it's like that's such good gameplay because it's like you can't do that right from the get-go you have to build that trust of saying okay I'm listening to your ideas give me a second to think about it 
And then you come in with the plan and with the, like the strong leadership quality of like, this is the decision that I've made and this is how it's going to go. It's, it was brilliant in my opinion. And for her, like a young girl, like to come in with Mike, who's Mm -hmm. like this older guy, fatherly fatherly figure. And like, and obviously I think we need to give Mike some credit. Like a lot of what happened this episode did was because of Mike's initial sort of like ideas as well. But, um, but I just loved sort of like thinking back to Marianne when Jonathan was like going crazy because of who, like, who she was, or who yeah. she was, how like yeah. her crying because of, um, can't remember what his name was. Uh, <laughs> Zach? Zach? He went, no, no, no he went home. Um, oh, I know. He, Jackson, Jackson, Jackson. Yeah. Her crying because of that, which is like, like not a bad thing, but it but was kind of hysterical though. Yeah, it was. And like now to see her, her progression is so amazing. I just loved how she just like barreled in there and was like, Mike, this is the decision I've made. This is how we're going to do it. And just totally led the charge. And she even was so good. I was thinking about this earlier today even she goes on these random tangents sometimes in tribal or at a challenge or whatever. And early in the season, they kind of felt not incoherence, the the wrong word, but they were kind yeah. of just all over the place. And I the agree. last couple of times she's gone on them, they're pointed. They like the one where Jonathan, where you got the fist pump because Jonathan understood what she meant. So did we all with the Jenga, with yeah. the Jenga blocks. We all understood what she was getting at with that one she went on one this episode i didn't even write it down as to what it was but she went on it i think in tribal council and it was just like this makes complete sense like yeah it's it's a different it's a progression of marianne growing out there and she's got room to grow she's a younger woman uh, a younger player in general she's got that room to grow and she absolutely has throughout this mm-hmm. episode the other play that i loved was okay we know what Omar and Lindsay are going to do. They're going to be voting for Jonathan. And these guys are pushing back hard. They're being blockheads about not wanting to vote out Omar. So they're voting for Romeo. <laughs> so what do you do with your two extra votes? You bring in Romeo, bring in the guy who's so the good. free vote, make him make a move with you because he has other choices. But at the end of the day, you can do the sales pitch of, I need to make a move. You need to make a move. Let's do this the right she finds the right person that's what you do that's how you, you manipulate the game in your favor is it's why we don't see one tribe just wipe everyone out anymore because yeah. you find the people who are on the bottom of the the group use them to gain votes in your favor and build a new voting block and alliance to move forward and that's what marianne did here yeah. and with her extra vote all she needs is one person it's not that simple because uh, uh, at this point there's still the storyline of the idol could be played for Omar and this all blows up in everyone's face. Yeah, true. But um, that's, 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 that's there. That's still an option at this point. Yeah. Um, but Marion goes, no, we're just, we're going to, we're going to go for it. We're going to do it here. I we love can it. Do this. Let's Good make point. a move. They won't, they won't go for it. And that's how the back at tribal or back at the camp, that's how it ends with that conversation of mm-hmm. come on guys, make a move with me. Let's do it. But we know in the back of our heads, she does have the numbers to do it. Right. Yeah. And think of yeah. that, just those uh, kind of contrasted or juxtaposed, juxt- 
Juxtaposition. Juxtaposition. I can't. I'm trying to sound smart and I screwed it up. Penultimate. 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 I said it before and you didn't even give me credit for it. You were not even paying attention. Anyway, those two contrasted Marianne and her journey to where she is now and Mike now making, wanting to make a safe decision, really based out of fear, based on that, like, well, we're this close. Like, why would you want to ruffle, like, go against an easy plan? We can, we can be here tomorrow. And she said, no. This is a time for me to rise above that a fear response and just go for a badass decision and try and get to the end with some credibility. Good on you, Marianne. We were fun, cheering you on. Fun fact, when we all worked at Muskoka Woods together, the, the three of us, what was the theme? Go, Marianne. Rise above. Oh. Oh, yep, love it. It was. Yeah. So <laughs> there we go. I heard that. you say that and I was like, oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was the theme when we all worked at uh, worked at camp together at Muskoka Woods. So shout, yeah, out, that's uh, true. shout out to the summer of 2012, my first summer there. <laughs> I love it. Um, so we go to tribal council. There's this weird talk of them all being serious. It's just part of the fierce gameplay, right? Them all being serious, fierce gameplay and a downpour at tribal council plays into <laughs> play, plays into that. Right. Um, Romeo talks about the dynamic is changing. You're thinking about who you want to sit beside in the final three. I would love to know in this moment, who does Romeo want to sit beside <laughs> in the right. final three? Point. Please let, please enlighten me on who is your best case scenario to sit beside in the final who, three. Who and well, let's, this ties into Cal's audience question. Well, mm-hmm. in terms of rankings. So if you're thinking from Romeo's perspective, who, who are the least, uh, the, the least, I can't speak anymore. The, the least. <laughs> <laughs> who are the worst up to the best power rankings of the players still in the game? Imagine you're Romeo. Who do you want to sit next okay, to? I actually well, just thought of this. Are power rankings like who you actually think are going to be like first, second, third, fourth, fifth, or is it like most likely to win? That's and then the fun, down. That's the fun dynamic of survivor because it's different than sport where in a sport, just the best team should win. Yeah. Right. In Survivor, the best player, at least who you perceive to be the best player, doesn't always win. Now, the person who wins is deserving to win yeah. 35 times out of 40. Um, but <laughs> I, had, I had to use Survivor the numbers. numbers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I had to use Survivor numbers, right? Because I'm sure you could go and find five or so undeserving winners or people who had clearly someone else more deserving sure. than them. But even last season, you could say the best Survivor player was maybe Ricard, Ricard came fifth or sixth, somewhere somewhere in that that frame, and didn't didn't win the season. And frankly, at the end of the day, Erica played the game that was deserving of winning. She snuck through a couple of votes and then made her moves and won the game. Yeah. Um, so yeah. the so let's go with our power ranking of who right now you would who we'll you do- think will win the game. Okay. Okay. So you go first, Andrew. Number one? Is uh, this before, five or one? Is this before Omar goes home or after? Uh, it's got to be It's got to be after. I mean, because yeah. we know who's left now. <laughs> yeah. Well, just, we're talking about tribal. So no, he's, he's, number, he's out. Okay. Number one, Lindsay. Number two, Mike. Number three, Marianne. Number four, Jonathan. And I'll say because of this tribal, they Marianne and Jonathan switch spots. And then Romeo. And then Romeo. So I think that I'm putting Lindsay one. I think I'm going to put the girls one and two. Marianne two. Mike three. 
Jonathan's four to me and Romeo is I'm interested to see because we all we all believe that Romeo is going to be in the final three. Is some is Steph, are you gonna put Romeo anywhere but five? Um no. No, sorry. <laughs> sorry, that, that I don't know why it I was, was... <laughs> a, it, I worded the question pretty weirdly, but uh but yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's because I was thinking of my I was thinking I was like trying to work something out of my head while you were asking. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are you gonna do you want do you want to yeah, say go yours? for it? Okay. What's your list? Um, okay. Marianne, Lindsay, Mike, Jonathan, Romeo. Yeah. Nice. nice. I like it. Um, Walk them in. Well, yeah, no, the interesting thing though, is that at this point in the game, so actually, no, you know what? I keep on going at <laughs> the end of the episode. Let's, but let's can- hear it. Do you want to finish up tribal council and then yeah, yeah let's, let's do, that. Episode do, that, thoughts? do that. Okay, cool. Yeah. So uh, Lindsay's talking about, you know, I got to figure out what my best odds um, to feel the most comfortable at final three are. Omar's talking about how they've all been playing the long, the long-term game for a while. Like look at the jury. No one wanted to sit beside high at the end, even though there were multiple people that trusted him. Everyone lo- seemed to love Drea for the most part, at least. And yeah. she's over on the jury. Um, so they've been playing this long game of who do I want to sit beside at the end for a while. And a couple of people have gotten cut out because of that. Um, Marianne had an interest. This is her rant. Actually. I thought I hadn't written down, but I did. She was talking about how, if you're on the bottom, it's all self-preservation. That's what you're working on. Just stay alive. Keep going. That's what Romeo has been doing for a while is how do I not get voted out? But as mm-hmm. soon as you get <clears throat> a little bit out of that spot and you've got some wiggle room, boom, you have to strike. You have to make that move. And that's a little bit of a, here I come, watch me go. I (laughs) am not in self-preservation mode right now. I'm going for this move. Um, And then Lindsay with a fun quote, I feel, I, I feel good about the vote, but if people don't trust me, maybe things will be go, maybe things will go different. Lindsay, feel good about the vote. You're safe. You're not going anywhere. Got immunity around your deck. You're good to feel good. Um, about that mike lives his life on trust well he's broken it with a few people though yes but he does live his life on trust um and then uh, anything else that stood out for you guys from just the comment omar like i'm survivor confident right that whole line of <laughs> which is actually a great it's a great oh, line i'll use it for yeah. sure in the future didn't you say that when he got voted out he did after but he, he had said it prior oh, in the tribal okay. as well yeah. just this idea of I'm confident, but like in a survivor kind of way, like it's, I'm not naive to what could happen here. That captures the game so well. You got to have some degree of confidence in your plan because that's how you play the game. But at the end of the day, you know, and he's just so aware of the gameplay that this could be the end of the road. And then the conversation also jumps from Jonathan to Lindsay to Marianne. Jonathan talks about if everything works out and no one lies, That'd be the first time in Survivor history that that ever happened. Right, exactly. And then Lindsay mm-hmm. chimes in, unless there's a clean sweep. And then Marianne chimes in, there can't be a clean sweep. The shot in the dark, the idols, you mm. can't give a clean yeah, sweep. there's too much get, going on. There's too much going on, and it's too much power to someone if they play an idol or get their shot in the dark uh, correctly, which one day will happen, I think, but maybe not. Um, there's just There just can't be a clean sweep. And yeah, Omar is... Um, survivor confident which is just when you watch the episode the second i watched it the second time and he says that you just like 
Oh man, palm that's on like your the forehead. Kiss of death. Yeah, it absolutely <laughs> is the kiss of death. That's a great way to put it. So, <laughs> reading of the votes, and this topic came up a couple of weeks ago with Kel. But the trauma that I experienced from reading the vo- these votes, if you haven't listened to right. with Kel, uh, go back because this is exactly what happened to me when I played in Kel's Survivor game. Jonathan gets the first vote. Romeo gets the second vote. Jonathan gets the third. Romeo gets the fourth. And then there's a look on Omar's face. And the look is, I've, I've had this look on my face before in a vote like this. What's happening? This wasn't what was supposed to go down. Yeah, yeah. Supposed to spill out this way. Mm-hmm. Why is this happening? And then Omar, Omar, he looks at Marianne. Did you do it? Yep. Shades of Michaela again. Second time she's come up in this episode when she gets voted out of, out of Millennials versus Gen X. When the votes are going her way, she looks at Jay. If you guys remember Jay, yeah. The- Surfer yeah, guy like Jay. Yeah. looks at him and says, did you do it? And cold-blooded looks back and goes, yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's an iconic moment. Yes, an absolutely iconic. iconic moment. And he, and so the vote, the last vote continues. Omar's out. He asked Marianne before that vote was read, did you do it? She said, yeah, I did it. That was cool timing. Yeah, That was really yeah. good. And, uh, and a shocker, another person who in the moment takes their vote really well um and positive and kind of laughing a little bit um about it with marianne congratulating her like the camaraderie the precedent that's been set from the last couple of episodes as we were talking about earlier as well all comes out here and omar gets the boot and here's the thing marianne can take like she's taking all she can get in that moment with the credit Whereas like in previous tribals, you don't want that necessarily, right? You don't want that like mm-hmm. target on your That's back, but point. she knows I have an idol. I'm getting to final four, which in that case is just kind of a whole different game at, at final four in a lot of ways. So I'm getting to final four. Give me all the credit. Give me all the credit. She's looking at the, at, um, Oh my gosh. The jury? The or? jury. Yeah. She's looking at the jury. I saw her look at them a couple of times. Just mm-hmm. like, yep, that was me. Um, it's just a, a different dynamic than like any other tribal at this point for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh and yeah, the camaraderie again is is a beautiful thing. It's and true. she's got the confidence. I know you're crying idol. a little bit, Andrew, crying tears of joy. <laughs> the um the, she's also got the confidence, maybe she doesn't know this, but the idol nullifier is also out. So it's a literal guarantee that she's going through mm-hmm. makes me think back to last episode is that part of the reason why drea might not have played an idol or she didn't have an idol did she last no episode? she tried to get it off. no she tried to get it never mind Done. Yeah. right 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 right, right. um it's so interesting that anyways yeah the boy final five finale next week yeah crazy and there are four people that we're all convinced have a legitimate shot at winning mm-hmm. the game but it's it's i was talking to andrew a lot about this afterwards we were debating it a little bit this is one scenario where i i think it's problematic for there to be so many idols i actually don't mind so many idols i think it's entertaining but this like you're going into next like literally we know okay so once you get to final four I think that's like, I've always said f- four, an alliance of four is the best thing you can do with like some 
some extra people that like are on the outs a little bit more four people is so key because once you get to four you make whatever decision you want and it's not really as much of a strategy game as it was before like in terms of who's gonna win like obviously you have to make good decisions but what I don't like about this is we pretty much know three people who are going to be in the final four. So Mike's safe. Mike's going to be in the final Mike, four. Marianne, Marianne. And let's, let's be honest, Romeo. Romeo. Like, oh, right. Romeo. And then so so, it's Lin- and whoever wins immunity of Lindsay and Jonathan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and right? I don't know, I can't remember, but Jonathan has been like the provider, right? Is he good at fire? He, I think so. Yeah. So does that give him a pretty good chance either way of getting into, like, if he gets past five, if he gets that, past five, does that give him a pretty, pretty good chance? Of, the, oh, and if he gets past five, he might very well win the final four immunity challenge. Yeah. Right. So Never mind. Just, even if he doesn't get taken to final three, yeah. you're right. He probably wins five. If it's him versus, you know, my scenario earlier, I was talking about Marianne. How is she, her game might come down to fire. She's the classic yeah. case of her game might come down to fire against and in, in this scenario that we're talking about against Jonathan. Yeah. Is, yeah. That's the head to head fire matchup right now. That I wonder if sense. Jonathan is, I wonder if Jonathan is self-aware enough to know where he stands in this game. And as Stu talked about last week, he's played a very good game with a few pretty significant blips along the way. I wonder if he, <laughs> I wonder if he wins final three challenge and goes up final three, final, final four, 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 sorry. Yep. And self nominates himself, being self aware to say, "I'm gonna, I could get some votes. I don't know if I'm gonna win against like a Lindsay there, and beats her. That might be. I'm just gonna make a bold prediction and call that Jonathan wins the final four. Self nominates against probably Lindsay there or whoever win. If it is John, if if that scenario happens and Jonathan versus Lindsay is the final four. Well, first of all, Jonathan and Lindsay, I don't think both make it past final five. I don't. I don't see a way other I than I don't see a way that both other them, than unless if Jonathan somehow, can well they did hint at like, an idol search too. There were people running around, Lindsay running around. No, I, I no. Ben found one final five. I would stuff, please no. You can't if you put another idol in the game, it's like there's three idols in an immunity. No, yeah. like you can't you literally can't put it's Sari all over no. again. You can't put another yeah. idol in the game. They can go searching for it, but you can't do that because there's three idols and an immunity necklace. So it's a guarantee. You, know what? you don't even maybe, need to vote. Maybe it's an, maybe what they're searching for is an advantage in the final. Oh yes. The final uh, challenge Good call. to get into final three. Cause that has oh, happened yeah. a lot before where you can go yes. and practice something or, you know, yeah, right. you're right. That's, 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 right. that's, that's that that's would be call. the only way they'd be. Yeah. No, that wouldn't make yeah. sense. Just I mean, also they could search, they can search for an idol all they want. Yeah. True. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just because there's there, there doesn't have to be an idol there to try and search for it. Yeah. Um, that's another. That's a question I always would want to ask the production crew or Jeff Probst. What's a, an advantage that was never an advantage or an idol? Like how many times have they never been found? I know there's been a couple in Survivor at home. One that I should have found that I never did. Dead fish or fried fish um, should have been found. But there's been. <laughs> I would love to know. Like dive. that's a deep dive into Survivor <laughs> at home history. <laughs> <laughs> um, but has there been a, a unique advantage they put in the game that never got found i don't know man that's your specialty not mine i don't i don't, I don't so. know the answer i don't think we would ever know the answer unless we got to tell all at the end of jeff probe's career yeah mm-hmm. 
oh, I bet that happens all the time. Think about the the idle nullifier. That's we had my exact no, example. we yeah, like. What if there's no like just hints that that what if there's like just grilled game? cheese, like a little oasis <laughs> of grilled cheese hidden somewhere, just <laughs> that you can go. Word. And just oh stumble upon it and like, Whoa, what's this? Oh my gosh. Like when grilled cheese comes up for the third time, that, that you know how long this podcast has gone. I could go for some grilled do, cheese. Do people know about Marianne's idol? I know she hasn't told anybody. Which about it. is so crazy yeah, because at the she beginning said, of the season, remember how frustrated you were with her? She was telling everyone everything. She told them about, she had one idol like that she found and she told them right away. I, I'm I promise you. Yeah, no, I she was I she you. was sharing yeah. everything and then she decided with the I can't the remember where one. she got yeah. So that's that's huge that no one knows. She got it. She got the idol the next day after her and Drea played their played their idols in that emotional travel council um mm-hmm. from episode i don't know not eight or nine or something like that. But yeah, right. she played her idol and then the next day or the next sequence of events she found a new one and right away said, I'm not telling anybody. Nope. Yeah. Not happening. I'm yeah. keeping this one a secret. This one is mine and mine alone. And it's working out well for her. Yeah. It just is. See everyone listening. If you find an idol or advantage, do not tell anyone, even if they're your best friend. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that is yeah. actually a dynamic that the one thing to, to buck our trend of Jonathan or Lindsay goes home. What if, Mm. Mike plays his idol for Marianne. Marianne plays her idol for Jonathan, knowing that Mike oh, doesn't wow. know about her idol, and then she votes out Mike. Wow. Huge. Because they, yeah. Because that's the gauge. move that I tried to make in Survivor at home. And then it, the person who I thought was going to play an idol never did and, and ended up going the way it went. But that was a move that I set myself up to make as well, or a similar version of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. There's lots of. I guess there's more. There's no so there, more dynamics. There are, op- than I- there are <laughs> options. At the end of the day, I think we are pretty confident that Mike's just going to play his idol for himself, keep himself safe. Mm-hmm. Marianne plays her idol for herself, keeps herself safe. And Jonathan or Lindsay goes home, whoever doesn't get immunity. With the yeah. like slightest potential that Romeo gets caught in the crossfire. Imagine Romeo won the challenge. He oh, might. that would be <laughs> that would be maximum maximum that chaos. Would be wild. Romeo in the challenge. <laughs> Because now you actually have options. Yeah. 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 What is more likely is one of those two, Marianne or Mike, maybe winning. That uh, more likely than Romeo winning. One of them. Oh yeah. No, I I know that. Marianne winning would be fun. Marianne winning would be one of the more fun versions because her idol is secret. That's what I mean. So So if everyone wants to go, yeah, exactly. If everyone wants to go one way and vote for someone, she can just use her idol and and get at whoever out she wants to, with the Mm -hmm. exception of maybe Mike. Well, and based on our power rankings, you wonder if she's self-aware to do that to get Lindsay out, even though obviously, like, I don't want Lindsay gone because she's been amazing. But if I'm Marianne, that would be one of the better plays. Save Jonathan. Be like, hey, buddy, I brought you along. I kicked out Lindsay, who was kicking your butt. Um, and make a power pitch for the end. So, okay, boy, last... final four without Lindsay feels really weird. Yeah, I have. I have. <laughs> it could happen. I have a I question, not. and maybe this is a good um, wrap up. Wrap up question. But you know how we did the power rankings based on who we think should win. Mm-hmm. Let's do who we think is going to be in final four or final three. Tribal. Okay, I think. Ro- well, Romeo is going to be there. Mm-hmm. I don't see many situations where Jonathan isn't there. 
Yeah, me neither. And boy, it's a toss up between Mike and Marianne. Oh, so not Lindsay. Oh, because Lindsay would get voted out at, at five. Lindsay would get because or lose in yeah, either get voted out at five or lose in fire to Jonathan. The thing is, like, as if Jonathan makes it through five, I think he wins fire. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I just don't see him losing out. Jonathan, Romeo are there. And in my power ranking, I had Lindsay one, Marianne two. So I'm gonna say Marianne. Wow. Okay. What about you, Andrew? Same. I'm <laughs> one word answer. I, I'm, was I'm, I'm going <laughs> same. I'm going for what people I'm, are here I'm, just for you guys, by the way. Not I'm just a bonus content. So you go I, ahead. I'm actually Great going bonus. for what my hope is. Like knowing that Romeo is likely going to be there, but I I kind of hope it's Romeo, Marianne, and Mike. Oh, it could be interesting group. It could be. And if I'm Romeo, that's the group that I want. Not saying he's going to win on that group or even no, get a he's vote, not going to win that's any the, of those. That's the well. No, I don't know. Do I want Mike over Jonathan? I feel like I could throw Jonathan. Mike I feel like. The, Jonathan, what's his, he, like, does he really have much of a social game at this point, especially he's just lying in, like lying in the, yeah, it depends how he, what he says, but he's got a lot of ammunition in his pocket. I, I think yeah. he gets votes if he's there, but yeah, yeah. I, think, I think those are good guesses. I mean, it's, it's the finale guys. It's none of us. Said, so unfortunately, none of us said Lindsay. I mean, it's because I think deep down we're all cheering for her. And so it's easy, just like the Leafs, to just say she's not going to do it. And then when she does. That's so true. I hope that she, but I feel like Lindsay's better who, than the Leafs. So. so who had money on the Leafs being brought up more time, like being brought up this week and not once? It's just like exposure therapy, trying to deal with my pain oh, by talking about it. So that's just oh, my man. way. If you're listening and this is not helping you or it's triggering, I apologize. I'll buy you a coffee, but. Tough times, but exciting times ahead. Survivor at home. Uh, sorry, Survivor <laughs> finale. Um, and the Survivor at home community is celebrating in style. As Vicky posted tonight, we're going to do a, a, a finale watch party in person. We'd love for you to join us. If you're interested, get in touch. It's going to be prizes, an incredible setup there. Um, and then, of course, the podcast next week, the wrap-up of the season on Thursday night with the champion of Survivor at home from last season, Alex Street. He's going to be our guest. The champ gets the final word then. And then Friday night, we have Survivor at home light, an incredible rendition of this at-home reality game where our contestants, maybe one's even on this call right now, will be taking part in a epic battle uh, for the prize of Soul Survivor. We'd love for you to get involved. Follow us on Instagram. We'll put that in the show notes. Thank you for listening, Jen, this long, Mechalate, Trent, for listening this long. We know that you guys are still here with us. And all of you for listening at home. It means a lot. Jordan, Steph, any other words as we wrap up what has been an incredible penultimate episode of Survivor 42? <laughs> Thanks so much for having me on, guys. And uh, for everyone listening, if you're still on that boat on the river, on on the rapids <laughs> the boat on the rapids we're going quick thank you everyone for listening <laughs> we enjoy it i'm looking i'm so looking forward to the finale next week it's going to be such a great 
finish to this season because yes. any way you wrap it up, this final five is incredible. Fourth final five are incredible. Um, but it's been such a such a fun season where you can see a way to cheer for everybody mm-hmm. on, yeah. who's on the season and enjoy it. And the camaraderie through the group is felt. Um, and it's a great celebration of of Survivor and and this cycle of two seasons returning after the pandemic where um, we missed out on on watching Survivor, missed out on a lot of things in life, but missed out on on something like this. And um, and the community is only growing through this. So, uh, yeah. yeah, thank you, everyone. And have yourselves a great night. That is the end of the podcast tonight. We are we will talk to you, talk with you next week. The finale. Check it out. Find us on Twitter. Interact with us. Let's get ready. This finale is going to be awesome. Have a great night.